systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the um, very hallowed time that we're in right now. Which is known as the mad dash until company gets here. Oh, I'm where, so stressed out right now. <laughs> where we all have our own individual chores and tasks to complete before we have company. And not only company, but overnight company. Yes. Which is coming in from out of town. It's in, They're not staying as long as our last round of company. No, they were there. No, yeah, your cousin and his wife and their kid was here for... Like four days, I think. Four days, four or five days. They're only like going to be here for like two nights and barely a full day, so... I'd say, I mean, technically it's two nights, but it's really just one day. You know, they're, um, I have my best friend and... His wife is coming in uh, this evening from Chicago. They're they're from Indiana, but they're flying out of Chicago, and um, we're I'm going to pick them up tonight very late, like you know after midnight type stuff. Yeah, but it made sense because they were going to fly into Phoenix and then uh, check into a hotel at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, which we all know sucks. Yeah, we're like that blows oh, by the time terrible. you get settled. It, it won't be until th- probably two thirty, three yeah. o'clock. Then you got to check out, so you're not going to get a good night's sleep. We're like, screw it. We'll come pick you up yeah. in the middle of the night, and then everybody can sleep in here. So, you know, that's like what we're counting down to right now. And I've really enjoyed the week because I kept telling myself that I was, I'm cleaning for company, so I don't really need to clean as the week goes on. There you go. But now the house feels extra messy, and I haven't yet started to clean it. So now I'm stressed I mean, the hell out. That's the good part is that they're, we're literally not going to be probably pulling in this evening till like two thirty in the morning. So yeah, but it blows because I work till eleven thirty at night. Oh, so do you like, really? yes, and Thursday nights are my my busy <laughs> nights. So I am I'm, I'm a little bit on high alert right now. But it's like we're spending then. So I'll I'll bring them back here tonight very late, and they'll just like dive into bed right. And we'll wake up tomorrow. We'll spend Friday here in uh, Tucson, Arizona, having some fun, eating tacos, and then the and then yeah, we'll spend the night that night. Yeah, and then Saturday but, we're going up to Tempe. Yeah, Tempe. Saturday we're going to festival. Tempe, and then we're staying in hotels up there. So yeah. they're only really going to be in the house for like twenty four hours. But of course, you, you still got to clean. You still got to make it look like they're going to be here for a week. And AJ, and the house feels very lived in right now. <laughs> like it is lived in. <laughs> Well, so so I kept, you know, I I used it as an excuse to give our cats a bath because they were kind of stinky, yeah. and we're like, and they're actually really good with baths. Yes, you do have to bathe your cats. Them licking themselves with their nasty ass mouths is not enough. Um, we give them a bath maybe one, twice a year max. Yeah. Um, and we gave them baths last night. And I'm like, cool, that's out of the way. Cats smell good. Um, cats smell good. The problem is, is that one of them went and uh, took a dump in the litter box right after the bath. Nice. So his paws were wet. <laughs> so he got litter on his paws and couldn't get it off. So now if you look around the house and you'll see it. Oh, there's th- just litter everywhere? No, there are little um, like dusty paw prints. Paw prints, yeah. Uh, if you Sweet. look at my desk, you can see he was sitting over there because uh, it's covered in dusty paw prints. That's why you the bought. The printer is covered in dusty paw prints. That's why you bought the mopping glow right i mean exactly. i look i know she's pulling out the big guns when she bought mopping glow she yeah but i you know what i wanted to do something extra anyways because yeah. i realized that when you mop laminate floors 
Like it really only looks good for like a day, then it goes back to looking kind of dusty and shitty. So yeah. I'm excited to use the new stuff today and she see what was. it looks like. I mean, normally, you know, we, you know, for us normal folks who live here, we just get the Swiffer clean. Yeah, you know, that's the extent of oh, it. Oh no, that's not fair. I haven't used the Swiffer in a while because, frankly, it's just not big enough for the house. <laughs> like that's a, Swiffer's a spot cleaner. I got to yeah. bust out the big mop when I'm cleaning. So that'll be fun. Yeah, we have friends coming in tonight. They're excited to get out of. Uh, the weather that so many folks right now are, are, you know, probably somewhere. I mean, I was just talking to a client who has family in Boston and they just got dumped on yep. like a foot and a half. And, you know, they're uh, obviously excited to be getting out of, uh, you know, the Midwest for the moment for the I weekend. I wonder if they'll be able to hear the mice in the attic. I don't. Oh, that's right. But no, the crawl space. probably not. That's, uh, that's, that's the official word from the experts is that the noise in our attic is mice. Yeah, we had um, pest control people come over. And, uh, Pest control is a huge lucrative business out yeah. here because I didn't realize this. Pests and rodents in your house is not abnormal here at all. Yeah. Like it is, it is so common. It's that not abnormal, really. I mean, no. I hate to say it. The only I'm actually surprised this is the first time we've had mice in our attic because yeah. I would have expected that more in the Midwest where it's freaking freezing. I was going to say I lived in a city um, before where I had mice because it was a city, right? Yeah, and that's where you know, like Chicago also is like known as like the rattiest city. They always yeah. do that. Uh, what is it? The Orkin, uh, Orkin, the Orkin man, or the Orkin man? Uh, it does some kind of like you know they name like the most infested cities, and like Chicago has been like. Like the rat king of the country for a few years now. So I've had like rodents in big cities. And then we had one time we had a mouse in our garage in Michigan. Yeah, but that was it. That was it. This you is, know. and but when we moved in here, there were pack rats mm-hmm. in the attic, which they got rid of because like there was nobody living here, so no, nobody knew yeah. that they were hanging out up there. So they they got rid of the pack. rats. Do you think rats. that those were pack rats or were they mice? We no, they were know. pack rats. Okay, like they. Look at, look at you. Yes, they. Well, were. no, it's the same pest control people. I talked okay. to them about it because um, I was here when they came. So this we called the same company, and they said there's some mice in the in the crawl space. Yeah, so so whatever. It's a new bill, you know. It's a new bill. <laughs> it's a new fucking bill. That's all it is. It's just it's just surprising to. Me. I mean, the the amount of wildlife that makes its way indoors here is Fuck yeah, man. You're pretty common. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's like anywhere you live. I mean, you're going to deal with um, whatever the natural elements are that you're building into, right? Yeah. Like if you live uh, in, in Hilo on the big island of Hawaii, it is rainy, it is moldy, oh, it is humid, mild, yeah. you know, mildewy. You have to deal with that because that's where you are. Here if, it is dry, it is cold at night, and the animals come yeah, inside. It's a fucking desert, yeah. right? So You've set up shop in this desert, and yeah. these things are around you. It's so, cool, you know. We'll it's our, yeah, yeah. We'll find out if our if our uh, guests uh, hear the mice up there. I wouldn't lead with that when they come over. No, you know, I wouldn't. No. Hey, how are how are you guys? Let we me have mice in the crawl. Space. Let me know. Well, obviously they <laughs> know because everything's fucking public in our life, right? I mean, not only is it you know. Uh, AJ much more than me is a social media kind of person and puts things out there. But on top of that, we have all these public fucking social media pages. So, you know, as soon as AJ learned about the fucking rats and stuff, she put it on social. First of all, they're not rats. Whatever it's mice. mice. Within, I mean, I can show you the text receipt within seconds. My one friend is texting my other friend going, hey, are you going to stay in the fucking rat house when you go out there? The I just saw on house. Facebook. So, yeah, they. I, I, I wouldn't reinforce it when I they won't. come over. Wouldn't ask in the morning. It's, it's funny, though, as I'm working in the, uh, the Groove Cat Lounge here. <laughs> it is funny, by the way. All the work she's putting into making the house look really good. Well, we have mice and there's the fucking house. mice upstairs. Hey, Right? Listen, it's not my fault. That you could we- have the cleanest house in the world. Listen. My subsidiaries. The pest control people are very busy, okay? We had to wait like five days to get them out yeah, here, okay? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, no, it's funny working in the Groove Cat Lounge here. I've noticed that um, I don't think they're up there right now. They usually come at night, but they are getting more ballsy as to where they're walking. Okay. Because I can hear them. At first, they were just hanging out in the corner, which probably is where they entered. Now they're starting to walk around, and of course the cats are having absolute nervous breakdowns. Yeah, this is all I hear every fucking day now is AJ coming in to tell me how much of a pain in the ass the cats are because they're on like super-duper high alert. Yeah. They're the literal, you know, when you got dogs and there's a cat on the other side of the fence just looking at them and your dogs are going fucking nuts. Yep. That's what our cats are right now. Well, and it's only in this room. You really can't hear it anywhere else. So they just stay in here and stare at the ceiling and freak the hell out. And it's like, it's unfortunate because it's where, like I've talked about before, AJ spends like 90% of her time in this room. So she'll come out and be like, fuck, man, I'm trying to do things. And these cats are just like wigging out and, and just running all around in circles. And, you know. Well, you know, per usual, it's a circus. So it's so funny because you have, I mean, literally, you want to talk about different and just, it really is true. And I, I read this uh, phrase the other day. And I'm going to use it like fucking forever. I'm going to beat this in, into the ground. But it's your vibe attracts your tribe. Sure. Okay? Just listen. Your vibe attracts your tribe. It's a great line. Great line. I didn't write it, but it's a great line. We operate in, you know, a room across the hall from each other, right? I have a little room. She has a little room. She does her thing in here. I do my thing in there. It is hilarious that the vibe in the two rooms could not be further apart and they're geographically like seven feet away from each other like my room is this room of like kind of calm and serenity and i'm seeing you know people and we discuss feelings and emotions and you know the highs and lows and all these things um and then across the hall in this room it's the chaos of the news cycle which by the way it's real fun living with a news person when a fucking war breaks out i'm sorry man i if you know fuck putin it's like it's like (laughs) i don't want this either it's like it's like i'm married to walter cronkite now so you know, across the hall, it's like a three-ring circus with a news person with her head cut off like, Oh, that they just invaded! Shit. And then there's cats that are like, No, the mice are invading upstairs! I also don't think it helps that the animals like would rather hang out with me because that can be very stressful too. So I'll tell Please you, leave the room, I will, I will tell you what, and, and on the rare occasion that one of the cats comes into my room, I shit you not, know what they do? They walk in and they hop up on the bed and they curl up into a shrimp and they fall asleep. They do that when I work overnight. Man, not, but your not vibe attracts your tribe. Oh, screw you. It's I know the, you want to act like you're a shaman over no, here. I'm but I'm not. It's just been a stressful oh few days. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> funny for me because I'm on the outside looking. I mean, it is funny. I will tell you that much too, right? For as kind of a big deal as like in your world right now, the Ukrainian-Russia thing is, right? Huge deal. Uh, uh, and, and it's going to continue to unfold. Uh, all the clients, like I saw this week, can't say it came up a lot, right? Well, sure. Like, like when people deal with like these problems or these issues in their life and their stressors, you know. Russia and Ukraine is not. One yeah, of them, right. Yeah. Like that's not. No one. No one has showed up yet to my, uh, uh, you know, session this week and gone. Fuck, we got to talk about goddamn Putin, man. Like, no one's done. That. I don't want to talk about Putin. You know? 
But when it happened last night, yeah. I said, shit, how is this going to affect my night? But I was Very just selfish. I was just drawing the conclusion that it's so funny that like literally like and and the rooms attract that kind of energy. The cats come in here and they wild the fuck out. Right. And you go across the room and it's a little bit calmer of an environment. You should come over sometime. Come oh, over to my room. Come over to there. your room. <laughs> Come to my window. Come on over to my window. Crawl on in. Have a good time. Relax a little bit. You could use it right now. I know I could. Right? I had to take a Xanax before bed last night. <laughs> Jesus It was Christ. nuts. One of these decades, you'll, you'll, she'll actually get her own prescription, yeah, too. Yeah, I that's, take pads. That's the weird that's part. That's bad, I know. You don't have to tell me, I know. <laughs> so uh, we hope everyone is doing well here on this 100 and 13th Ooh. episode. Is that unlucky? Of is the Pat Nate. I don't know. Is 13 supposed to be unlucky know. these days? Not if we're on 113. Because we, we went past the actual 13 mark all the way to 113. So. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for being around here. We are gearing up to attend the Innings Music uh, Festival, which is a baseball-themed music festival held in Tempe, Arizona, and in Florida, because, as you can imagine, spring training for Major League Baseball happens in Arizona and Florida, which this is a big, I don't know, do you know like how big like spring training is out it's here? It's huge, yeah. It is. I mean, my family, I had a... Because not only do I live here in Arizona, but I also write... For a publication in uh, oh Florida, Florida. yeah. <laughs> so you're you guys are Tampa in a- Bay, St. Pete, Gainesville, gotcha. all that. Um, so yeah, no, I trust me. I'm a. It's it's yeah. interesting though because I've never lived in a place where there's been spring training. Before. Yeah, it is. I mean, and now it, I'm like inundated by it. Like for me, it sucks because the White Sox train out in Florida and the Cubs train out here in Arizona. But uh, you know, for for my family who defected out here from Chicago in like the 70s, right? I fucking make See, it. They're so- Cubs fans, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I make it sound like it's North Korea, like they left the freedom <laughs> or something. But yeah. Yeah, they're all Cubs fans, so they love it because this is like their time of the year when they get to see the Cubs play. They yeah, go but out nobody to spring loves training. it right now because of the lockout. So. There's no fucking spring training. <laughs> There's no spring training. Which may make it seem odd that we're going to a spring training baseball-themed music festival, but the show must go on. So this weekend in Tempe, Arizona, we're uh, going to the big two-day festival. It's more of a rock and indie rock um, festival, if, if you want to put it into a genre. I'll tell you what I really like about living here is... And it was hard to get used to at first, but now I think it's wonderful. The season when people do stuff here is 100% the opposite of the Midwest. Yeah. People in the Midwest. Got to flip-flop it. We live for the summer. We live and breathe it and soak it all in nonstop. (laughs) We run ourselves ragged because then we have to hibernate all winter because it blows so bad. Here... Um, like it's, and don't get me wrong. It stays really hot through like October, yeah. really hot. Fuck yeah, man. But then once November hits, it starts to kind of cool off and it's manageable until I think like they said, the end of March, beginning of April is when it really starts to get hot again. Yeah. But it's such a long time compared to the Midwest summers mm-hmm. that like, I mean, we, the state fair is in the fall. Yeah. The music festivals are They're in the February, winter. Yeah. February, it's, March, it's right? Super, April. Yeah. At first it was hard to get used to like the Ren Fest is going on right now yeah. until April. Yeah. Like that at first that was hard to get used to, but now I'm freaking loving it. We actually, oh man. I mean, if you think about it, myself and AJ just wish we had more hours in the day and more energy in our ass because there are more music festivals happening in the 
Arizona in the, these next six weeks. Like, yeah, I'm, there's one next weekend we want to go yeah, to that we probably like, like, can't. I was going to say, like, we already did Gem and Jam, which yeah. was a couple weeks ago. Now we're going to be doing innings this weekend. If we wanted to, the next weekend, there's MC3, I think. And then there's, yeah, b- uh, body movement, which is Cascades thing. But it's like and there's... And not only that, but I mean, just here in Tucson, we have right now the rodeos going on. Oh, it's rodeo days. There's a Mardi Gras festival tomorrow, uh, Saturday, I think. There is the Festival of Books, which yeah. is apparently a huge thing here. And yeah. then I guess the St. Patrick's Day parade thing is huge because the weather's so nice. No I mean, shit. it's just so weird. It's hard have, to get used to. If you would have told me, where do you think they uh, have a parade for St. Patrick's Day? The last place that I would have chosen is Tucson, Arizona. Well, that's the joke. I actually, I just wrote an article about, you know, my Irish dance school in St. Patrick's Day for this magazine I write for. Yeah. And the opening line is, it's all, it's so easy. It's like when you think of Tucson, you don't necessarily think of Irish culture and heritage, <laughs> but it's actually really big here, which is surprising. But I guess everybody says the, the St. Patrick's Day Parade is That's huge. crazy. It's huge here. So yeah, we're it goes like, through downtown. I mean, we're literally, I mean, even, um, I mean, we're adjusting to that schedule, right? And even just trying to adjust to like the weather for an event, you know, myself and AJ, we kind of equate these outdoor events with summertime in the heat. And then we go to events where maybe after the sun goes down, it gets a little chilly. So like this weekend, like, let me pull up right now. So we're all right. So we're going to be in Tempe this weekend on Saturday night and Sunday night. I still don't know what I'm wearing. Uh, Saturday is supposed to be a high of 69 and Sunday is supposed to be a high of 73. Okay. So, I mean, okay, I know what I'm wearing Saturday then. Right. So like right there, you're like, yeah, that's great. Sunshine's on me, but you got to figure out like what would, what will I wear? Yeah, it'll be a jacket kind of nice. You know, a light jacket. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you're just getting used to, like, those kind it's of different It's just very things. different. But yeah. it doesn't take long to get used to, actually. I'm surprised. Like, I'm already... I'm already, and I'm looking forward to summer too, because even in the summer, it's not like the winter in the Midwest where it's 30 below and you can't go out. Mm. We can still go outside in the summer. We have a pool in the backyard. Well, yeah, it's kind of nice. Listen, it's uh, a living, lot of people do hibernate during the summer. Living year, conditions in Arizona, Southern Arizona um, during summer is there's a lot that plays into it. A lot of it is privilege too, right? Yes, where do absolutely. you fall on the financial scheme of things? And do you have the money for consistent air conditioning yes. and for a pool in the backyard uh there's a lot of factors that can make it bearable uh less bearable obviously they try to take care of people there's cooling centers and all you know kinds of different things there are a lot of homeless people here so yeah, yeah they have a lot of cooling centers. so you know but yeah it's um yeah someone i saw someone post that on like uh something about tucson where because uh, someone posed that that question they said hey when the when's it going to start getting like hot again and uh, Which folks, is so funny because it was in like the upper seventies right? this past week. It was yeah, actually, right. But like, like, hot, it was, it, like I got a sunburn. That's how hot it was. But they're like, when's it going to get hotter? So, uh, someone posed that question, and a lot of folks chimed in with the obvious, like, kind of April to September is the season, but the real bad is like, you know, the June, July, August. And they said really within the June, July, August, there's really only six weeks when it's just kind of fucking miserable and you can't do much. And everyone kind of said, don't say that part out loud because if people start figuring that out, they'll start moving to Tucson. People discount Tucson because they think we're like Phoenix and we're not. Oh, we we're at a, a higher, we, we're right in the mountains. We're yeah, at a higher like, elevation. We have a totally different kind of climate than they do. And it's I really shit bizarre you not, too it's much more bearable. Do you ever notice like when we're driving our son to school, every which way you look, we're in the mountains. Like yeah. there's no, we, the are, middle, we are in the middle of multiple mountain ranges. So of course it's 
colder here. Mm-hmm. I said colder, cooler. It's colder. Uh, but yeah, so that was kind of like the general consensus on those boards of, of, of saying, don't, don't let our secret get out that out of everything, there's really only six shitty, shitty weeks in Tucson. And even with the shitty weeks, like you can... You, can, you can manageably sit out in the shade yeah. for a little while. Yeah. You you definitely can't sit in the sun. It will kill you within minutes. But you can sit in the shade. You could get in a pool. Yeah. And and they have like that was another thing I thought of. Um notice all the playgrounds have those big shade things over fuck them. Fuck yeah, because those playgrounds be hot as fuck oh, otherwise. Can you imagine that like a little kid going down a slide in Burn summer, your butt, you're burning ass, you know? Oh boy, that would be terrible. But man. yeah, no, it's 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 manageable. Yeah, I think it is. And, and you know, really no point in the year you can't go outside it just depends on how long you're going to be out in it and when in the day i really believe that people equate just phoenix with all of arizona because to let you in on a secret i mean we're recording this today here on uh, this thursday it's uh the 24th there is mad snow in arizona today oh a shit ton of snow and yeah, not not uh, that far from us prescott prescott's where i'm not seeing just photos. prescott oh my god it's everywhere they said oracle's got a ton of uh snow right now so at different elevations there's snow but for some reason air you know arizona gets it's just like phoenix it's kind of like michigan with detroit yeah there was this old joke when we first got our jobs in flint and we were hanging out with a member of our old friend jenny boom yeah, jenny boom lives out there in the san francisco bay area these days uh but she talked about how uh, musical artists, uh, especially if they're rappers, no matter where they're performing in the state, even if it's in Flint, Michigan, they will get on the mic and say, what's up, Detroit? What's up, Detroit? <laughs> because the entire fucking state must be Detroit. Does, uh, did Justin Timberlake do that when we saw him in Seattle? Tacoma. No, he had. Did t- he say Tacoma? Because they had it written on his keyboard. He was oh, technically okay. at the Tacoma Dome in Tacoma. Tacoma is like See? a suburb of Seattle, but it's not Seattle. And they, yeah. they make that very clear. What's up, Tacoma? But yeah, no, there's way more to Arizona yeah. than Phoenix. So I feel like with the weather, with the yeah. extreme weather examples, people look at Phoenix and they're like, all right, bam, that's the rule. And as soon as I announce. You go north of Phoenix and there is, oh. I mean, we're talking like feet of snow right now yeah and that's what people down here do when they're over the heat here even the heat in the winter they drive up north and they like so what do they call it snowda donut today snowdona took me way too long snowdona snowdona but there's a ton of snow there but yeah all you got to do is drive you know a few hours north and you got snow it's bizarre but i remember yeah when i announced like we were coming out here i had friends one had like lived in phoenix uh from chicago and she's like oh my god we were only there for six months and we left we live here now and i can't believe it my dad like i told my dad and he goes into this whole story about this this guy he knew who moved to Phoenix and about the Phoenix. And I was like, okay, guys, this is not Phoenix. Whatever, We're not there. This is what I'm, I'm learning the more we move around and the more I grow up. Whatever you think you know about a place that you haven't been, you're right. wrong. You, you are shit. wrong. When we got the job in Flint, my sister said, and I quote, oh. have fun getting shot. That was her congratulations. I love how sisters fight. That that was, we were literally unemployed, right? We had been fired from our job. We were no longer wanted. And we get this new job. And my lovely sister-in-law congratulates her sister by saying, have fun getting shot. Which is ironic coming from uh, somebody who lives in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, one of the most crime-ridden cities in the country. But she, I love you, sister. She, I, she'd never been to Flint before. And I, it's funny. Yeah. I was talking to my coworker 
Uh, actually, no, my editor yesterday, we had like a writer's meeting and she was talking about, she's moved around a lot to more kind of South East coast. Mm-hmm. And she, she now resides in Florida, but she used to live in Alabama. And I'm like, Oh, how was Alabama? She goes, it's really great actually. Sure. And I, that's what made me think like you say Alabama, everybody just thinks like the Hicks South. Bum, there's bum, nothing. Burn that, yeah. Bum, bum, yeah. Burn you know, a yep. freaking deliverance. And yeah. she's like, it's not, it's a great place. So that's why I always say, whatever you think you know about a place yeah. that you haven't been, Very true. if you've been there, you can kind of have an opinion on it. But if you bit. haven't been there, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Very much learned that man. I mean, coming here Flint was one of the coolest places mm. we lived. Um, I didn't have my car broken into there. I did when I lived in Milwaukee. Dude, though. I had my car broken into when I lived in Salt Lake City. What the <laughs> and fuck? Seattle? What the fuck? They and stole, Seattle. yeah, they stole out of your car in Seattle too. Nothing in Flint though. Nothing. In the I fucking mean, they, they the, keep my car the up. Seattle, but that's it. The Seattle Antifa and the uh, Salt Lake City <laughs> Jack Mormons. <laughs> Broke into my shit. Yeah, so, but, you you know, that's another great example, too, is uh, Salt Lake City, because I get that now, especially that I just, I talk to a lot of people, right? My fucking career is just talking to a lot of different people and people uh, who, uh, all types of different walks of life. And we connect on things, and I talk about, oh, I, I lived in Salt Lake City. And sometimes you get the eyes, like, Oh, and I go, okay, hold on. Right? Because relax. You, yeah, I'm like, yes. First off, what you heard, yeah, probably true. But let but. me let me also tell you about all these other things that you probably don't know. And it's just like with Flint, right? Yeah. Look, are there no go areas of Flint? Absolutely. Fuck yeah. There are no go parts of every city. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. You know, but but like there's also a, a Brazilian spirit or there's yeah. something about it which is cool. So I was I met uh a couple who is here from Holland, Michigan on a hike I went on the other day. Literally just randomly on a hike. Yeah. And I said, Oh, I just moved here from Flint. And they were like, oh, and I'm like, I loved it. It wasn't that bad. Okay. It was like, it's a great city. And it was, I I don't know if they've ever been there, but that's like, what's the page you watch? It was it called Zillow Gone Wild or something. Zillow Gone Wild. Fabulous Facebook page with, it's just crazy real estate posts. And it's not all like. You know, it's not like a pink house with a purple interior. No, but this is like the, you know. It's just crazy seven, fucking houses. $700,000 for a, for a one-bedroom condo that's 900 square feet or the, kind what, of things. What was the other one I saw the other day? It was like five hundred grand for this huge house that has, and I shit you not, a yeah. university-sized library inside of it. A what? University-sized inside library. Inside of it? Inside. How big's the house? Huge. What? But the, the library is enormous. Okay. So that's so, the kind of page it is. So it's like one of these with just real estate oddities, right? Yeah. So AJ comes to me and she goes, oh, look at what I found on here. And she's like, you'll totally get it. And it was a listing for a property in Hawaii. And, yeah, on the big island. Yeah, right. And and people on this Zillow page were making fun of it because they said, "Oh my God, can you can can you believe it?" And it was a what would you say is it a studio kind of hut? Maybe. Uh, yeah, it's a hut. It's a one bedroom. Uh, it's got like an outdoor bathroom. Yeah, which is very common in Hawaii. Um, yeah, I mean, I would consider it like a studio house apartment. It's by itself, so it's not an apartment. Yeah, and, it's a and, studio house. Yeah, and and it's somewhere uh, from what we were gathering. We're like, all right, that looks like probably down in this certain area of of hawaii where it's cheaper to live because you are more remote yeah totally and and we we looked at everything and me and her both said 
Yeah, it's about one hundred sixty-five thousand. Yeah, I mean, it's really, and, and yeah. again, if you and I would have thought the same thing if I'd never been to Hawaii. Oh my but, God, I couldn't live like that. But, but we've then, gone so many times, and then we investigated living there. We're that, like, this is how people live. There are tons of outdoor showers and bathrooms. Yeah. Living spaces are small. In yeah. fact, they don't really care for the people with the big houses because yeah. they're just taking up property. Well, and plus, it's fucking Hawaii. Go outside. Right? Exactly. It's not exactly an indoor uh, indoor cat well, kind yeah, of the, state. The house, and this was, it, you could safely call it a hut. I really would. Kind of a hut. Kind of a hut. It's, it's nice, a, though. It's a little it? nicer than it a hut. It was a nice hut. But <laughs> I'd buy that nice? hut. I'd buy that hut, too. But it's just very, <laughs> like, every, everything there is very outdoor centric. Like, yeah. even the indoors comes outdoors they have huge wraparound lanai's Mm -hmm. and you know like i said outdoor showers that's not weird but if you've never been there you would look at that and think who the hell if you're in in philadelphia yes and you see that on a zillow in the middle of winter yeah you're like what the fuck is this and why would anybody pay for this makes no sense but then in reality we look at it like that's legit again don't don't make assumptions about places you haven't been because you are wrong i guarantee it i've been wrong in the past too speaking of the zillow stuff man how's everyone doing with uh with uh, their homes and their home values i have heard now multiple people who have gotten caught up and this is you know i would think people would know by now um of the zillow trap of what your home is worth right yeah. the zestimate the zestimate talk about great branding can we say that oh it's amazing amazing but, you know, Zillow kind of got into, like, that business for way before the boom that yeah. we're in right now. But they were, you know, the place where not only could you go and look at places and they would give you these values and you can creep on houses and all this stuff. Like they said, it became millennial uh, porn because they oh, said. Oh, I, I love. I, yeah. Dude, I own this house and I still <laughs> love looking at Zillow and right? stuff. Um, but then like homeowners famously before, you know, they would list a home or think about it would start using the famed Zestimate, right? And this is uh, available on other apps and shit. There's all types of home estimates and nothing unfortunately is going to beat someone coming in to your home, a professional to let you know in reality what you can sell it for. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like the pawn shop or those auctions. Yes. Thank you. Like you can say this is worth a lot, but you've got to have an expert come in and tell you, but this is what you'll get for it. This is actually the deal. Right. And people get caught up in this shit. And I mean, like my father-in-law is one of them. Like he has a fucking number in his head that he's been told by some fucking app or some shit that he should get for his house and unless that number is hit he won't talk to anyone. yeah and he doesn't understand that that has a lot to do with many other things right? that you don't really that's not that's not you so lately obviously we know people buying houses selling houses we're kind of at the tail end of that by the way um but i've been noticing more people in my circle at least they've been going in for like refinances and all yeah. types of shit and they've been counting on their home appraising at the value Oof. that they see on That's, Zillow. Yeah, on Zillow. They're like, here's my Zestimate, and and the refi guy is going to say it's worth that much, yeah. and that's how the refi is going to work. And then the refi guy comes in and goes, all right, it's actually twenty thirty thousand $30,000 below yeah. that, which is really his job, by the way. Yeah. They're that, not trying to lowball you. They really aren't. The appraiser's jobs are to keep kind of like cold water on this market. They have to. So the entire fucking neighborhood doesn't, you know, become million, you know, million dollar houses. Try- 
Because think about it. They're not the real estate agents. They're not trying to screw you. No. Aside from you paying them for the appraisal, yeah. they're going to get paid whether you give them a great appraisal or a bad appraisal. They don't give a shit. Right. But they're they're tr- just coming in like doing it. But you're right. They're trying to keep the market from going crazy, which yeah. it really is right now. I mean, I think we even had it worked in when we sold our home yes. in, in Michigan because, again, we were, you know, there's this whole thing happening of people having to offer a lot of money. And then what happens is, uh, if it's a traditional loan, you have it appraised. It doesn't appraise for that value. Uh-oh, now we have a difference in the middle. What do we do? That happened to my friend here in Tucson, my friend Jenny, oh, when they bought shit. their house here. Did it really? Yeah, she got it got appraised for way less than what the people were asking, and it became this huge point of contention. Yeah, was, because then the bank doesn't want to give yes, you that much fucking she, money because the house isn't worth that yeah, much Yeah, they money. almost lost it. Like, she, oh, was, she almost lost her mind, man. Yeah, so, you know, that's like... like you said that's the appraiser's jobs are to kind of come in and, and just keep things cool, keep right? Them real. And keep it real. I'm telling you, multiple multiple people I know right now, they're doing the refi thing and they're all saying, man, that these appraisers are coming in and they're like, please it's I feel like the the Zillow to appraisers is WebMD to doctors. Yes, right? because then you go to the doctor and say, but I read on WebMD yeah. that I have skin cancer. Yeah, like you're going to sit there with no, your- you got a scab, dude. I'm the doctor. You're going to open up your uh, Zillow and you're going to be like, look, no, this is how much my house is worth. Like, I'll tell you right now- Where do now, you think our old house in Michigan is at? Is that oh, right now? Oh, fuck me. Oh, shit. I'm, I know what we sold it for. I'm going to say, I know it's gone up. Oh, fuck. 275. Oh, you're so close. 278. Oh, nice. So, not bad. What we sell for 250? 250. So they've already made what? 28 grand? Yeah. See that that that's that seems more reasonable. That is more reasonable. The the amount that our house here in Arizona has gone up it's stupid. is almost I don't unreasonable. Trust, <laughs> and again, that's why I don't trust that number. The only estimates that I see cuz there's still people trying to hawk houses yep. off you is all these bullshit estimates. Oh, dude, I've noticed in our neighborhood here there have been a ton of houses that have gone up for sale uh just since we moved here last mm-hmm. summer. And some are selling, some are not. And yeah. I, because I, I walk the dog twice a day. Every time I walk by a house on sale, I look it up online yeah. to see A, what they're selling it for, and B, what the house has. Obviously. And they are asking a lot for houses that really are pretty basic. Well, like no, no pool, no solar, nothing really. And a lot of these houses in our neighborhood too, they're almost all of them were built in the nineties. Some of them, and they've been used by a lot of snowbirds, mm-hmm. a lot of elderly people. So there's still a lot of really old appliances, old cabinets, but they're still trying to hawk it for $400,000. And you'll notice not all the houses are selling, selling now because people are onto it. They're like, I that house isn't worth that. It's not going to get appraised for that. Why would I even put my offer in? Yeah, I got to tell you, I think, and, and this is kind of been backed up by a few folks that I talk to who work in various pockets of the industry that, you know, is either in real estate or finances. I think we're at the tail end. I think. I sure hope so because I know a lot of people are very frustrated right now. Folks who were going to try to, you know, get the most squeeze from the juice, you know. Yeah. Uh, orange, you know, um, those days are probably coming to an end. You're going to probably start getting back into a situation where um, we, we we return to typical 
here's my house for 250 someone goes 240 uh you go 248 they go 245 right i think we're going to slowly we get there we have to get there because people this is not sustainable no, it's, but it's not about have to right that's that's you that that's that's a motion i'm talking about not only are uh, you have to look at Wall Street, right? You have to look at the bond market. You have to look at the interest market. They're about to uh, up the federal interest rate or okay. whatever. And I don't know if you just noticed, there's a war that just kicked Shit, off. Shit, man. So all of those things are going to dampen the housing market, which, like you said, is a good thing. Yes. what The fire on the housing market right yeah. now has got to be put out. It's not sustainable. Yeah, I know. It's But but no, that is true. You're and it's, right. it's also jacking up rent, too. I mean, I just did a story the other day on how ridiculous yeah. rent prices are. I mean, there some places, some landlords are doubling rent prices because they can. People are ending up without a place to live. I was talking to one of my uh, dance teachers, who is um, she is a, a sheriff now, mm-hmm. um, but I th- she's in like her I think mid maybe late twenties. Yeah, and she's like my rent. Is like eighteen hundred dollars a month. She goes, I live in a, a one bedroom apartment in Tucson. She's like, but I can't get approved for a house mm-hmm. where the mortgage would likely be less than my rent. She goes, I am completely stuck. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, my buddy just ran into a thing in Chicago when he was trying to move, and uh, basically the requirements, right? What we call rental requirements, have changed, yeah. and you know what you need to earn has changed. And literally, he had rental agents saying, well, no, based off what you make, you can't qualify and afford this. And he goes, the current lease I'm in yeah. is for that amount. They don't care. They but don't look it, at but, that. But that was because that's yeah. a lease from the olden days, yeah. right? So, yeah, it's, uh, you they, know. You need three months, like, rent up front. No, like, they want, like, that. they want, like, three times uh, cash flow on rent. So, like, if your rent's. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so, if your rent's, like, $1,500, that they then they want you ringing in, like, 4, you know, $4,500. Who bucks the hell that has that just in their back pocket? For, you need no. fucking, well, you need fucking 10 roommates, you know? Stupid. That's the thing. I just, I was talking to my dad about this this morning because we were just talking about the job market in general. Yeah. And. And um, there was a a job posted. It was a radio job in New York City. New mm-hmm. York City is the biggest market, radio market yeah. in the country. It's considered the big leagues. It is the major yes, league it's baseball where, of where you want to do it's radio. It's where we all tried to get and very few of us did. Yes. Um, it's also where you have the potential to make a very sweet amount of money. But you have to to afford to live there. Yeah. The job posted was mm-hmm. for a morning show co-host. So what I have done with Pat, that's yeah. my job. Yeah. Part time in New York City. Paying so, you hourly in New York so City. You can and you have, have to be there in person, so you have to live there. Listen. They're like, oh yeah, well, they forgot the part where they say you need twelve roommates to afford a one bedroom apartment. It is so you have time. To Uber, you know, you, you, you need to have time for your side hustle. See, you know, um, I, it just, everything seems very unbalanced right now. I'm going to revive the old, uh, what was the old party out of New York? The uh, rent is too damn high party. I That's love that do. party. That was a great party. <laughs> you know, you know, lately I've been having the, uh, Dem- the uh, Democrats been bothering me to do uh, to a uh, run for like local office here in like Oro Valley. I'm instead going to go rogue and I'm going to run on the rent is too damn high party. But will that work in Oro Valley? Because this is kind of like a the bougie rent, subdivision. The rent is too no, but you know what? Bougie people sometimes they got uh, you know soft hearts, right? I mean, we have tug soft hearts, the, but tug, we're not bougie. Tug, tug on those heartstrings. <laughs> the rent is too damn high. Everyone hates on the other fucking political parties, right? So we might as well start our own. Start a new one. 
this is it. Okay. The, rent, the rent is too damn high. Is that what you're going to run on, Pat? 2024! <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.